Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We got a lot to get through this show. We're going to talk Arizona basketball, but guess what? We're a football town. That is on the back burner. But first, I want to talk a little bit about Brent Brennan, and we're going to get to the roster news because obviously there's a lot to talk about with the roster. But first, Brent Brennan hit the ball out of the ballpark uh, yesterday with that uh, presser, Jason. He, uh, for a community that is still reeling from Jed Fish and the way that Jed Fish left, he came in, he touched all the right notes, and I can tell you by talking with the players' families as well that they've been incredibly impressed by him. This dude seems incredibly sincere. Uh, yeah, I, you know, look, it, you got to realize, you got to realize, like, there's so many emotions, right? Like, when you're a player on the team, your coach left, you're pissed, what do I do, and all that. And the job as a new coach is to try to calm the waters as fast as possible. And from what I understand, Brent Brennan in the last shoot 48 hours, really the last 24 hours um, has done a fantastic job at calming the waters, like meeting with parents, calling parents, meeting with players, all that. He has done a great job and people like him quite a bit. All right, there we go. There's the, uh, there's the short right there quite a bit. Um, all right. Now, um, Listen, I talk, I, I would talk with somebody in involved in the hiring process. I'm not going to say any names, um, but he he was just absolutely ecstatic about this. I, I'm just surmising here. This was not told to me, um, but this this was this was 1,000 percent Dave Hickey's hire. Dave wanted to hire Brent Brennan. There is a comfort level. There is a trust factor. We've seen a lot of Dave over the years, and you slowly have become a Dave Hickey fan. This is true, Jason Shear. Yeah, you know, someone posted on the message board that Dave was playing chess. It's very interesting that Robbins got COVID during a coaching search. That is a that might have been <laughs> the power right. move of this whole thing, uh, because then Dave just does what he wants, you know. Right. And what Dave wanted was was Brett Brennan. And uh, look, I asked Dave yesterday. Uh, you were you were present when me and Dave were. We're giggling. Oh, I saw it. Listen, man, these old enemies slowly thawing the ice. Uh, Mike Luke, a conduit of friendships. Uh, And I said, how was this? Was it easy? Like, was this the guy? And he he wouldn't say yes, but you could totally tell just the speed of everything. He said it was 10 candidates, then five, then two. And then it was Brendan. From what I understand, I don't know. The time we're probably just dudes that call. This is really a two person race. And I think it was Brendan. Uh, very quickly in the process. Yes, it was quickly in the process. All right, now let's get back to Brennan a little bit. Uh, Jacob Franklin, the great Jacob Franklin, if you could pull up the uh, uh, um, about where he's talking about just developing trust with the players. I thought this was pretty cool. I get it. Like, they're, they're a little bit hurt, right? Like, it's tricky like that. And the reason I can say that is because I just did that to a team yesterday, right? Like, yesterday morning before I got on the plane to come down here, mm-hmm. I had to meet with the team at San Jose State. It was really, really hard really really emotional and you know if if you do build it right 
And if your team is connected on a level that gives you a chance to be successful on Saturdays in the fall, they are going to be super connected. So when a piece of it leaves, there's going to be some fallout, right? And so I was just honest with them. I just asked them to give me a chance to earn their trust and treat each other with respect, and the trust will be earned over time. And that I promised them I'd surround them with a great coaching staff and, and people that care about their development and who they are as men. What, that's what Arizona needed. Honestly, uh, with the way that Jed Fish left town, um, I got into a big debate on the post game about this. Um, with the way Jed Fish left town, with the way that he essentially tried to undermine the entire athletic department on his way out, um, Arizona needed somebody like Brent Brennan that came in and was just a casual good dude. Arizona needed that. Mr. Tyler Warden, that's my ball coach right there. Damn right, Tyler Warden. Yeah, that's the thing, like, again, uh, to be honest, and, and I don't want to – well, I mean, I don't really care. Go ahead. No, do it, do it, do it. I've been doing but it. When someone was hired, I didn't get any text from anyone. Right. Kevin Sumlin was hired. When Jed Fish was hired, it was – I got some texts, but they weren't great. When Brennan was hired, my phone – like, there are people that have been friends with him that I'm friends with for life. Like, I'll just say it here. It's not a secret. Roxy Bernstein, everybody knows him. Mm-hmm. Announcer ESPN has known Brennan for 40 years. And so, like, and Roxy's one of the best dudes on earth. Like, it's the guys that Brennan is friends with are people that, like, I'm friends with, that people that everyone are friends with. When he looks at Nancy Kincaid in the presser and he starts to tear up. Not Nancy Tomey. No, I know. You know. And uh, and he starts to tear up. Like, that was real. That wasn't the fake coaching BS. Like, this guy wants to be here. I. Have you seen his wife? I mean, you've seen his wife for the last 24 hours. I don't think she stopped smiling. Yeah. Like she is, uh, I mean, she is so happy. When he took center court, this is how you know also, when he took center court last night, he knew the entire fight song and he sung it. That's, I mean, that means he knew it before. The clip that Arizona Athletics tweeted where his brother goes and finds him in the stands mm-hmm. is one of the coolest clips ever. Like this guy is what Arizona needed at this time. All right, now, this is a great question. Palmer Hoffman, Pihoff, if you don't mind. Uh, like, oh, Pihoff is a great name. Who do we date more next year, ASU or Washington? You know? I, 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 I want Washington to fail miserably. Yes, miserably. I want to win zero games. I would actually – here's the reason. I actually am rooting for – I actually hate Washington more next year because Dilly is – Dilly's a good dude. Dilly's just a good guy. I hate ASU. I hope they lose every game. But Dilly is a really good guy, whereas uh, I can't really say the same for the other. Wow. So Mike admitted to rooting for ASU. I, I won't go that far. I won't root for Kenny it's temporary, Dilly. but yes. Uh, but absolutely. There isn't one person in this town that doesn't want to see Washington fall flat on its face. How good is it that the amount of guys that are entering the portal – after meeting Jed, yeah, that's the Look, best. Part it, of it. it could happen at Arizona. Don't get me wrong, but the thing is, these guys are entering like the Hatchets and um, Parker, Parker Railsford. Like these guys are meeting uh, are meeting Jed and then entering the portal. That's great. <laughs> like, By the way, the people that are saying might get a grip. The reason I'm going against a- or Washington more than ASU is they put me in the hype video. That is unacceptable. I can still not believe that I am in the Washington hype video. It's like 1 a.m. personal. 
It's like 1 a.m. yesterday. Shelby just starts laughing. I go, what are you laughing at? She's like, I can't believe they put Mike in the hype video. <laughs> Dude, that – and you know what's wild about it too is that out of – yeah, you had a billion different clips they could have chosen <laughs> from. And somehow was- I'm in the hype video. It is personal for me with, uh, with the Washington thing. Um, I am uh, – so again um, – I will, I will, if it's ASU and Washington somehow, which they won't play, so I don't have to worry about it. I will root for ASU. Sorry. I, again, now let's get back to things that actually pertain to important stuff. Let's hear about Brent Brennan's coaching philosophy. Oh, we're going to get into the tampering allegations. Dud put that out there. I very much like that. I care about the man first, and, and that's where it starts with me. Because I really think I, I think if we help them be stabilized in their like academic and, and, and personal life, the football takes care of itself. I really believe that. And lots of times when kids are disorganized academically or making bad choices socially, that creates chaos in their football life. And really, at the end of the day, like for so many of these young people, football is the driver. Like football is what they care most about, right? So how can I help them? get their stuff together academically. How can I make sure they're on a good path that way? How can I give them the resources, the people, and the opportunities for their personal life to be stable, right? And then let them grow and thrive under great coaching and great support from from the head coach and from the position coaches. What a great question, whoever asked that. I can't even imagine. You know what? The person that asked that question might have been woefully overdressed for a press conference. You have no – Sheer, we got to work. Listen, I'm a nerd – I uh, no, Shelby's going to yell at me. I haven't, I have an excuse. No, we got to work on your dress, dude. You're I have going an up there in a stained shirt with a cross. My shirt wasn't stained. Yes, it was. I got multiple texts from people in the media saying, dude, we know Shears your ace. You got to talk to him about his wardrobe. Uh, my shoe, my shirt wasn't stained. Here's what happened. Mm. Right. No, I had a, you're always dressed like that. I had it. Well, no, no. And Shelby told me to dress up nice. And I was like, I am like, I had my pants and my shoes ready to go right here on the table. And I had a doctor, and then it ran late, and I was like, well, I'm not going to go home. I might as well just go get a cup of no. coffee and then pick up Mike Luke because of what happened to you. Well, my car was stolen. Sure, well, yeah, Mike's car got stolen. So really, this all comes back to had I not had to save Mike and bring him to the press conference because the Kia boys viciously attacked him again, I would have worn shoes. Dude, I, my car is now – I now am driving around my parents' car until I get a rental. I'm getting a new car. The Kia boys struck again. These <laughs> – uh, I don't even know what to say about those. Mike went at the Kia boys, so they found him in a completely different place and stole his car. All right, here. I got a picture. I got a picture of where we were yesterday. Hold on. Hold on. This is me. I'm meeting, Bre- here. I'm meeting Brennan tomorrow one-on-one, and I am here to tell you I will be wearing slacks and shoes. All right. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to be there with Tony Gimino meeting uh, Brennan. What time is your meeting with Brennan? Uh, 12.30, I think. Oh, <laughs> look at you getting in before us. We're at 110. Yes. All right. But anyways, I didn't even want to get into the Kia boys, but you brought it up. Um, Now, we're going to get into the uh, – we're going <laughs> to – Kia boys, that's such a stupid term. But all right, we're gonna get to Noah and T Mac and all of that. But first, I'm uh, not not those guys, the Kia boys. Make a music video, like a Kia boys music video, like a Ter- diss track. Terrible, yes, not good, not good. All right, now let's hear about Swaggy B with Brent Brennan a little bit. Can we call him the BB Gun? By the way, uh, nope, definitely not. That's bad. BB Gun's bad. Go ahead, Jacob Franklin. The things we do for social media. Um, so during the summer camp, uh, I don't know if that two or three years ago, uh, 
the there were lots of players that were coming to camp and they didn't look like they were ready to participate. They looked like they were like coming for like a photo shoot. So they would be at practice, like like we're evaluating whether we think you're good enough or not to come play for us at that time at San Jose State. And they were showing up in pajama pants and like big Viper sunglasses and like it was like crazy. I was like, dude, you're playing football today. Like, what are we doing? You know, but, um, and so it became this like funny play on that, that like, well, I'm gonna coach that way. And so we kind of started with our social media team in San Jose State, awesome people back there. And, uh, and so I had a pair of like, you know, Oakley blades and uh, we just started, and our players thought it was the funniest thing ever too, because they were like, Swaggy B, when are you coming out? And so I was like, eh. Maybe, maybe not today, maybe tomorrow. Um, and so it, just, it became a, like, a fun thing for the guys on our team also. Yeah, that was cool. Again, I think he's going to relate well. And yes, we're going to get to the players in just a second. Go ahead, Sheer. You know how well this dude relates? After the basketball game, you know what he did supposedly, according to a couple of my sources? Mm. He went to Frog and Firkin and had some beers to relax. I like it. I like it. <laughs> like what head football coach just goes to Frog and is like with his friends and his brother and all that. It's like, yeah, we got we to gotta chill out for a few minutes. Let's have a couple beers. Yeah, let's do it. All right, now let's get to it. Arizona is going all in to try to keep this roster intact. Um, taking the taking a lot of the players out to get some very good food last night at Sullivan's. Uh, T-Mac, Manu, um, uh, excuse me, and uh, uh, obviously Noah Fafita, Noah Fafita's mother and some others were at the football game. They got the biggest ovation of the entire time. Listen, this is all fluid, but... Arizona is putting in an all-out effort to try to retain this roster, and I'm just telling you this. They feel pretty good where they're at right now. Again, things can change, but they feel pretty good where things are at. Yeah, I'm laughing when I said he went to Frog. Everyone said so did someone. Uh, (laughs) That's different, but uh, yeah, look, like this isn't a situation where we're just waiting for the bad news to drop. Right now, we're probably waiting for the good news to drop. But Mike, the, the word of the day, the word of the week is fluid. These are still kids. So I, I'm not going to go report something as likely or expected. I'm just going to wait for it to happen. So right now at 11.03, it looks pretty good. Um, but until these kids come out and announce it, I, I don't want to get people all riled up. All right, now let's speculate a little bit on some some of the reasoning here. First and foremost, a big part of this, and again, we're talking about Polynesian, um, talking about Polynesian culture And again, talking with some of these parents, look at me throwing out all this. Loyalty is a huge thing. And I got to give you, I got to give the U of A fans a shout out here. And I'm sure Shearer's heard the same thing. A lot of these players' parents have just been overwhelmed by the, by how this community has embraced the, uh, you know, the Fafitas, the uh, McMillans, the Manus, et cetera, et cetera. Again, I'm just speaking in a vacuum, uh, Kevin Green and the, that means a lot to these people because again, these guys had multi-million dollar offers to go to other places and they didn't even really uh, think about it. And that's because a large, a large part of this is the community that you all have out there. And not only the community that they, uh, that is here also about building something and being able to finish it. Plus it didn't, it didn't uh, sit well at all with them the way the Jed left. So it was kind of a double-edged sword. The pitch has been very clear to them. They're, look, the NIL is going to be there, but it's never going to be like, I'm I'm sure Washington, Ohio State, whatever, are going to offer these kids more money. But uh, from what I can say with confidence, the pitch hasn't been about necessarily the money. It's been like, look, 
Jed Fish didn't make you guys. You made you. Like your camaraderie, your ability to get along, your your what you are as people. And if you stay in Tucson, you will be legends in this town. Like that's the pit. Like you have a chance to do something that no one in college football is doing. Everyone expected this roster to disintegrate. If you come back, like look at Mikhail yesterday. All they did was show these dudes on the screen and everybody in the arena was right. standing up with the standing ovation. And that was and that wasn't something that was forced. That was natural. You could just tell the love that was there for these kids. So I mean if these guys come back like you joked they should put a statue. Uh you know, it, it's look, I'm telling you like these kids I, I hope they understand. And again, whatever they do is whatever they do. I don't think anyone should be mad either way. But if they come back, man, it's it's going to be wild the way that they're uh, accepting this community. Yes. And honestly, the other thing, too, that we need to talk about a little bit as well is Noah Fafita. Noah Fafita got Jed Fish that job at Washington. Now, listen, I'm wrong on almost everything, but I will always spike the football on this that I told everybody I would have started Noah Fafita from day one. I was right. Everybody else was wrong. That being said, Jed Fish wanted to keep uh, Jaden DeLorean as the starter as long as possible. Noah Fafita came in and was so good that it was impossible to take him out. Arizona fans saw a special, special player in Noah Fafita. And if you get three more years in Noah Fafita, I guarantee you, and I told Tony Gimino this as well, that he will leave here, not like in the future, he will leave here as the most beloved football player in U of A history, period. Yeah, well, I don't think that talk gets talked about nationally enough. Jetfish backed into starting Noah Fafita. Right. Like, that move that never happens. Never happens if JDL doesn't get hurt. And Jetfish is probably, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, he's 8-4. and four. Mm-hmm. Eight, seven, four, seven. Five. Yeah, but again, keep in mind, they look terrible again. They were going to probably lose to Stanford. And Stanford, well, as I said, benefit of the doubt. Like, so that's on the high end. Probably the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah, so let's go seven and five. And Washington is not hiring seven and five Jetfish. So you are you are absolutely right. Um, and I don't think that's something we talk about enough. Is like he he backed into that basically. Right. And Fafita, though, I think what's also really, really fascinating is loyalty means a ton to these people. And I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking for myself. But Fafita, uh, uh, loyalty means a ton. And when you have a group of people, a special group of people that um, have done a really, really good job of not only getting players in here, keeping players happy, um, talking with them behind the scenes, you know, the ones that aren't playing saying, Hey, this is probably, you know, just my son isn't playing either right now. We just got to stick through the process. All of this. When Jed fish does not give them a phone call when Jed fit. And again, these people weren't asking for Jed fish to, uh, you know, to not take the Washington job. They just felt that a phone call was deserved. So they weren't blindsided just like everybody else. That was a big mistake by Jed fish. Uh, you know, to me, it's become apparent too. I don't know how much Jed likes Noah as a quarterback, because I haven't heard that he's all over him to get him to Washington. Are you? I, uh, no, not at all. Not at all. DeMond Williams is the guy that they're all over. Like, right. All over. They they were all over Damon Williams. And I so. also think, honestly, though, Sheer, I also think a lot of it, though, is that I don't think Jed likes awkward situations. Um, and, and that I don't think that he was, I don't think that he's prepared to pick up that phone. I could be wrong, but I don't think that he's prepared or that he was prepared to pick up that phone. I just don't think that he's built like that. He could be reading the room, being like, look, I'm not getting this kid, so I'm not. 
it's insane that don't you owe them a, don't you owe somebody a phone call though yes and, and look you know i'm not saying like there's guys on the team he doesn't have to call let's be real who cares I get it. right but if, if you're noah fafita who basically got jed this job you give him a call you give t-mac a call you give you know other like i would give jacob cowing a call and just be like i know you're not on the team but thank you for you know it's just like that type of stuff and right he doesn't do it yeah so again that and again this is and like i said too we'll know more we'll know more here but so far so good and i gotta caution everybody on this just because a player enters the portal certainly does not mean that they are leaving a lot of these players tony jones the great tony jones i always get excited when tony jones enters the chat tony jones um, you've heard of the key boys. They good sign. what's that? That's a good sign. Yes. Um, yes, that is a good sign. Tony Jones is good karma in, I almost said impersonated, uh, uh, what's the term? Um, yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, Tony personified. Jones personified, impersonated. Um, but, uh, <laughs> what were you just talking <laughs> about? It was actually a good point. Uh, you rarely make good points. So I probably, yeah, but I actually think it was a good point though. Um, all right. Phone call. Uh, Right. Yeah, it, it was something about, um, oh, either way. So, so far, so far, so, uh, oh, with transfer portal, that's what it was. Uh, the transfer portal, just because a player enters the transfer portal doesn't mean that they are leaving. And a lot of these players entered the transfer portal before Brent Brennan was even announced. So just because they're in the portal doesn't mean you're not getting them, my friends. Oh, by the way, Tony Jones confirming we are locked in. Tony Jones, love it, love it, love it. We're breaking news. Go ahead, Jason Sure. Oh, no, I was excited. I know mo- there's a few other players. I know people aren't getting, like, Josh Baker has told me that he's coming back. Teron Williams, the incoming safety, has told me he's not going anywhere. Dylan Tapley has told me he's not going anywhere. Phelps They're doing very Phelps. well. Phelps, Phelps is not going anywhere. Bay and Wright, I believe right now, are probably staying. They're going to lose guys. Like, I'm pretty sure Washington's going to offer Rashawn Clark, and he's going to go there. He's from Seattle. That, you know. But um, I think there's going to be a good uh, a good chance that they, they are able to retain a lot of guys. But, again, I don't want to put too much pressure on a kid. Um, and, again, like, I, I will never – you will not see me tweet any negative stuff about any kid entering the portal. It's really as simple as this. If, if Noah comes back, this team is basically staying together. If he leaves, as I said in my podcast, we're all in this together, guys. <laughs> like right. It's oh, going to get great Leif Magnuson, great point. Uh, the great Leif Magnuson, feel yeah. good about that one. Um, and I will tell you with that family, hopefully Quinn doesn't get mad at me. Um, they wanted to hear the pitch from – well, no, they won't because Quinn tweeted about it the other day. They wanted to hear the pitch, and Brennan won them over. Like, he's like, I don't know. He tweeted, I don't know about football. Like, I, I haven't looked into that. As a human being, how do you not love this guy? All right. Now, is uh, now with Politos, again, no clue what they're going to do, but they're certainly, it certainly is not gone by any means. Robert Polito, if you're watching, you're the man. Appreciate you and your son. Fam, I feel good about fam. No inside information, but I feel good about fam. Again, uh, this stuff is all fluid, as Jason Shear says. And Bill Norton uh, was, I saw him, he was going into the building yesterday, but nothing, you know, normal. Hey, you want to hear yeah. something cool about Big Bill Norton? Uh, everything's cool about Big Bill every, Norton. Well, everything is cool about Big Bill Norton. R- really, probably Big Bill Norton might be my, 
I don't know if he's my favorite player, but I don't know that he's not my favorite player. Big Bill Norton is a leader. Big Bill Norton's grandmother, shout out, listens to the show every day and then told uh, Big Bill Norton's lovely mother um, about the shout out of her. And then she uh, sent me a message. That was awesome. I felt like asking, can you please give me your you, your grandmother, and Big Bill Norton's autographs? Um, it was awesome. Big Bill Norton would be a big one to get back. Sorry, I'm laughing. It's unrelated. What? Cam, do you remember Cam McCormick? The name's familiar. Who was it? He uh, He's a tight end. He just got his ninth year. That's stupid. Anyways. He, um, he played for Mark Helfrick at Oregon. It was in the same recruiting class as Nick Bosa and Jalen Hurts. All right. Now the question is, what's the uh, what's the word on Jonah Coleman? They're all in. They're trying to get Jonah Coleman look, back. I thought Jonah was a guarantee. He loves Scotty. Right. But I think he's willing to take some time, let Arizona recruit him. And I'll say this. I think if Arizona hires a good running backs coach, specifically, I think if they hire Alonzo Carter, Jonah's coming back. I'll just say it. Because – Zoe and Jonah know each other. Like right. there's a relationship there. You got to realize like, again, I, it, it Brendan's going to put together a nice staff either way. Zoe knows everyone. He is right. one of the best recruiters in the country. And that was at San Jose state. If you bring him to Arizona, like it's on, I mean, he's going to really, he's, he's the, he's going to be able to land some talent. So while I love Jonah Coleman at the end of the day, uh, Running back is probably the easiest position to recruit. I can get running backs. And again, Jonah Coleman's awesome. We love Jonah Coleman here. Um, but again, uh, that would be good. I can also say one of my one of my players, too. And again, I don't have any inside information, but one of my favorite people, one of my favorite players, Kevin Green, um, who is and keep in mind, too, in that 2022 class, a lot of these guys are very close. I have a pretty good feeling that Kevin Green will be back as well. We just need to keep the good times rolling. And by the way, I still believe Kevin Green will catch for seven to eight hundred yards next year, Jason Shear. And also, can I just say something? Because obviously, if you look all the questions about coaching staff, the guy, it's a whirlwind. And I think the difference between this and Jed is twofold. Number one, Jed, all he did was take the entire Arizona staff with him. I'm not sure Brennan is going to do that. And number two, because of the type of job it is, a lot of these guys want that San Jose State job. And Brennan is a good enough dude where he's going to be like, you know what, apply for it. And if you don't get it, you have a job here. So like, Zoe, for instance, wants that job. He's probably interviewed already. Odom, the defensive coordinator, wants that job. McGiven probably wants that job. So they're going to interview for that job. And if they're told, hey, you're probably not getting it, then I think you see things move quickly. And my guess is Brennan has probably told players that secretly and told them not to leak it or whatever. Um, and then he's trying to figure out other stuff. But I know people, it, it's it's a rush, but it's not. Like, you don't just hire staff to hire staff. That's not how it works. Right. And so yeah. – like one person that we got, one person we got to give a lot of love to is Humberto Lopez. There is a lot of there's a lot of fake donors. Everyone's like, oh, well, why don't you just get Bob Baffert or uh, uh, or uh, Robert Sarver? They don't give anything. Whatever. Uh, Bert is the dude that makes this stuff happen. If you see him, you need to give him a uh, shake of the hand because he is the real one that makes a lot of this, especially the NIL, happen. Jason Shear. Yeah. I was I was almost gonna curse, but it, it would have been too bad. Um Artie I Moreno, think, another fake booster. Yeah, and, and and there's a lot of um when you're rich, you could spend your money in a lot of ways. And from what I understand from some boosters, is there's a lot of spite money going on, which is great. And what I mean by that is you know what, Jed, screw you. I'm gonna donate more. 
just to, like it's right. going on from the high booster level to if you go on wildcat authority we have a thread a desert takeover thread people that have never donated are donating because they're like you know what jed we're trying to keep this class together just to screw you over right. and that is absolutely a thing with major boosters they're saying you know what i i donated a little bit before but now brent brennan u of a guy u of a wife u of a brother we're gonna get this done I agree. Very, very good. Now, Dwayne Aquina, very excited about Dwayne Aquina coming back. That was another victory for me over Jason Shear. We were spiking the football left and right over Jason Shear. Who wants an old white guy was Jason Shear's quote. First of all, he's Hawaiian. Second of all, he is awesome. Uh, I'm curious about his role. You know, obviously, if you know, he he said he's he's pretty dedicated to coming back. You don't name names unless he's coming back as a head coach. He would have never mentioned Dwayne Aquina unless Dwayne Aquina is coming back. I don't think it'll be as DC. I could see it being like a safety coach or whatever. And I think I part care. of this. I just want him here. I just want him here. Yeah. That's yeah. all. I mean, shoot, it could be as an analyst. I don't, because Dwayne Aquina didn't want to move. He came to Tucson to retire. Like he came to Tucson for a reason. And he left for a reason you all have probably figured out. So it could just be as an analyst. And, and he comes back and that's that. Ryan Mitchell, very good point. When you bail on the A, we rally. That is it. Absolutely. Dorian Singer. Would Dorian Singer be welcome back? He's going to Utah. I know. I saw. I saw. I saw. <laughs> oh, hey, we got to talk about Dud's quote. Because uh, Dud's tweet. This. All right. Okay. Here, Mike and I knew about this for days. And I posted on the board. And I said, you know what? I'm I'm not going here. Uh, and I deleted the thread, which if you know me, I don't, I don't like deleting threads. Mm -hmm. We've known about Dud's tweet, but you got to have guts to put that out there. I'm just going to read this. I'm quoting Tom Duddleston, who is the long time, who is the long yeah. time SID. Before you read it, people have to understand Tom does not throw stuff out there to throw stuff out there. He right. is the complete opposite. Hold on. Let me see. What is Dud's when he's not complaining that I'm uh, hyperbolizing is hyperbolizing a word? Um, like you're off your, you're just making up words. You want me to read it? Uh, yeah. And keep in mind, Tom Duddleston, the long time SID here known throughout the country. Um, not a guy that throws stuff out there. Doesn't like hyperbole. Um, this is what he put out there and keep in mind, if he wasn't really sure about this, this could come just, just read it. Uh, heard tonight at McHale center that Jed fish and the UA coaches he took to Washington are having improper contact with wildcat players they like to lure to Seattle. Once they're in the portal swell, otherwise keep your cheating mitts off our guys. I, I got all the I got all the love in the world for what Dud did right there. Um, that takes a lot of balls to do that, and um, he obviously feels very comfortable in what he's saying. And I, yeah, here's the thing with Dud. Uh, Dud doesn't even like Twitter. Dud heard that. In order for him to say that, one, he probably got permission. And two, he heard that from a very good source. He didn't just hear it from a random dude on the internet or read it on a wildcat. Like he, right. he heard that from someone that is close to the situation, probably at McHale or the presser last night or whatever. It's true. Um, but I always say two things now. One, tampering is not real anymore. It's right. not a thing. And two, you, you just you can't prove it. You can't prove tampering because agents exist. These players have agents. So if you call an agent or you text the agent or you text the dad or the mom or the brother and they show the kid the phone, technically it's not illegal and you can't prove it. So that's that's what's going on. I give him a lot of credit, though, on that. There's not a lot of people who would have touched that. And Dud, 
for all the times that you've been mad at me, I uh, salute uh, I salute what you did right there. That is very, very good. Um, and yes, Keanu Wilhite got his official release today, Mike. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, absolutely you no. Know, don't worry, guys. Right. I'm just saying, and I've said this from day one, that I do believe that he is the better of the two. Yes, you have. You've been very consistent. It's not a thing where you dislike rushing or all that. You have been very consistent in saying that he's better than rushing. Right. So I would imagine, hey, Sheer, what are you doing? What are you doing tomorrow, Sheer? 1030. You're still coming on with us, right? No. no. Yeah, Sheer's coming back on in 1030. Hopefully we have more to talk about. But tomorrow we're playing it by ear. Oh, wait a second. Hmm. We got no media day doesn't start till noon. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, now, uh, let's talk a little bit of Arizona basketball. <laughs> That's awesome. We're, we're this far in Arizona's ranked 12th in the country. Nobody gives any, any anything about Arizona basketball. Um, kind of a listless performance. It is what it is. You beat USC. I did think that it was interesting, though. Um, I did think it was interesting, though, that Jaden Bradley started in the second half. One thing that we've lo- learned about the Tommy gun is that the Tommy gun does not like to discipline or bench players. Um, this was, I thought this was interesting Sheer. Um, this is something to watch going forward. Yeah. It was just a boring performance, like a boring game overall, boring performance, which was kind of weird. It was one of those where Arizona knew they were going to win. So they kind of, you know, just, I don't want to say, I, I thought they played hard, but it was just a weird game. That's the one to watch out for because you know, although Tommy said after the game it wasn't because of anything Boswell did, he also said they're, they're going to continue to evaluate that. And right. continuing to evaluate that means they're going to decide if, if maybe Bradley should start. And I think at this point, you can only go so long. Like, Bradley didn't shoot well, right? He didn't shoot well. But that ball moved much better when he was in the game, and his defense was significantly well, and better. And that's kind of where I'm at. If Boswell isn't scoring – What's I don't do? know. He doesn't do anything better than uh, than Jane Bradley. Jane Bradley is a much, much better defensive player than him. It's not even close. And on top of that, Bradley plays with heart. Ryan Mitchell, that's a great point. When Bradley, when Jaden Bradley is out there, he's not just going through the motions. And I think that is something that, you know, we can kind of take for granted to a certain ex- uh, to a certain extent. Um, I, I, I'm I'm team Jane Bradley on this one. Yeah, I think it's time to make the move. I get why you wouldn't still. I get why there's some hesitancy if you're Tommy Lloyd. But, man, like, I think it's just time, right? And you don't have to kill Boswell. Don't not start him in playing five minutes. Play him 20 minutes. But but see if you can get off, you know, kind of maybe light a fire under his ass, basically. Yeah, because when you – listen, when you just watch – and, again, I know that Jaden's not a great shooter. I get all of that. Um, but when you – when you just watch, the team just looks better with Jaden Bradley out there. At the end of the day, period, it just looks better. And look, UCLA is going to get under Boswell's skin. Like that's look what they did to ASU, which was funny, but okay. um, obviously they got under ASU skin. That's their thing. And I like I guarantee you, Dembona, those guys, they're all going to try to get under skin. And, and Bradley, I don't think it's like that. Boswell, I, I worry about it a little bit um, right. overall, like because he he lets that stuff impact him. All right, now the Kean Burnett thing. Kean Burnett entered the transfer portal before um, the Brent Brennan was even announced. That's my understanding. I'm going to say this: um, he went to Servite, but he is not in. The, and again, they're all friends, so I don't want to say they're not. Um, but he's, he's not, not in the package. He's not in sense. that trio. Yes, exactly. Because you got to remember, all three of those dudes—they all came up together. Kean transferred there as a junior. 
So they're not in that. I mean, again, they're all closed for sure, but it's not the same as Manu, uh, Fafita, and uh, T-Mac. These are these are essentially relatives. Um, so I don't uh, I don't believe that uh, I don't believe that that is he. I also don't believe that it's a foregone conclusion he's gone. Just again, peeps, just remind you that just because a guy enters the transfer portal doesn't know or doesn't mean that they are leaving. I think that's something that a lot of people are missing out on here, Jason Shear. Yeah, like again. Burnett is in the portal. If San Jose State hires a tight ends coach that he likes and his teammates are staying, there's a very good chance that he's staying, right? Right. Like you don't – I would say this. Are, are mo- Like the early enrollees are gone. You don't enter unless you're gone. They're probably going to Washington. That would be my assumption. Dorian Thomas, he's going to Washington. He also has family issues, family health issues. He he's probably would have gone to Washington anyway if he could have. Um, so shout out to him and, and his family. But, yeah, I mean – Prysock until he leaves Arizona, Coleman until he leaves Arizona, Burnett, Takario Davis, until those guys leave Arizona, Arizona still has a chance. I, I firmly believe that. All right, Jacob Franklin, hop in here real quick, Jacob Franklin. Jacob Franklin. Jacob, did you get a technical foul last night too? Hold on, we're adding Jacob Franklin to the scene. Jacob, here you come. Jacob, you just removed yourself immediately. Um, Jacob Franklin, I wonder if he got a, yeah, I don't think he got a technical ASU. Did anybody got the ASU score yesterday? They lost. Yeah. Do you think Adam Muhammad is leaving? Yes, I do. Um, let's see here. Reminder that the transfer portal allows them to take the calls, uh, final four this year. All right. On that. Oh yes. Washington has lost all of their starters. <laughs> Again, it's fluid, but still funny, <laughs> but all right. On that note, um, Become a PHNX diehard. There's no better chance to uh, there's no better chance to show uh, show your loyalty by back in the A than going to go PHNX and becoming a diehard. Also, sheer where can they find you? Wildcatauthority.com, Wildcat Scoop Podcast with Shelby on Twitter at press conferences wearing my flippy flops. All right, we're so, gonna be back. We're going to be back with you tomorrow. We don't know exactly what time we will figure it out, but Sheer is committed to uh, joining the cause and being back here tomorrow. But for Jason Shear, I'm merely Mike Luke, the great Jacob Franklin hiding behind the scenes. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <laughs>